Good morning, guys. It's Emmett. I'm just walking around the house, getting myself set up to draw a bunch of temperate sheets this morning. Yesterday, I was working on the back coffee table, which worked fine, but um, in the interest of not having to heat the whole house, I cleared off our kitchen table today. And um, uh, I'm going to be working there. And it got me thinking about the 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 benefits and the problems with working from home um as most of you guys know i just i don't have a workshop i have an outdoor woodshed that i commandeered um for axing in the summertime and in the winter time i axe in our hoop house that is usually part of our garden um and then i just do all the carving and teaching and, and administrative stuff in the house um, and that's sometimes that's lovely because it means that we're heating the house and I'm not trying to heat a, a workshop. Um, it means that if the kids are home and I'm still working, that they are sort of in, in the space with me it means the dogs can be with me, um, while still being house, uh, it means that I can cook uh, lunch, prepare lunch for people I'm teaching and they're right there in the kitchen with me as I do it. Um, and it means that I sweep the kitchen floor every day. Um, so all of those benefits are true. The, the, the downside is that, um, is that I'm in the house is that, that at any moment, uh, if, um, if I need to walk away, I also need to clean up. And that's a double-edged sword. That's a good thing. And it's also a bad thing. Um, sometimes it's nice to be able to leave stuff out. On the other hand, it does push back on my tendency to uh, walk away from a mess. Um, and I'd say the other downside is, is simply that when there's a lot going on, um, Sometimes it can feel like it's hard for me to sort of sneak away from all of that. But I'd say the biggest downside is simply that uh, there is not a there's not a single home base uh, where my tools live. I don't have a workbench. There's no like spot where it all happens. Probably the the spot that's closest to that is my axing block that lives in either in the woodshed or in the hoop house. Um, and whoop, here's the phone and hold on I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this phone sorry about that uh i'm back now um so you know i definitely couldn't have started any other way we didn't have money to afford to rent me uh, uh an additional workspace and my little hut that's at the farm is too far away to be realistic when i could just work from home um, and quite frankly, while I have big dreams of having a workshop up in the orchard, um, that's that's several years away still in terms of being able to afford the, the sort of long-term solution that I want. So I've been thinking about how I can make working from the house as 
easy and fun and streamlined as possible so that I am not chafing at the bit for the next several years wishing that I was uh, outside. Excuse me again. Sheesh, this is a day for phone calls. Um, so here are the things that I think I'm going to do, try to focus on to make sure that I uh, am not chafing at the bit to have my own workshop too much in the next couple of years. The first thing is to do my best to keep the kitchen as clean as possible. And that will make it so that I can um, more easily inhabit and then clear out of the space. Um, whenever the kitchen starts to feel overwhelming, that's when I start to feel the most resentment um, that... Uh, that, for instance, I can't take the photos that I would like to take because the whole thing is just a total mess and, and you can see it, right? Like so much of uh, the nice thing about having a workshop and part of what I'm thinking when I'm doing the workshop, uh, when, I'm, when I'm designing the workshop is I'm designing it for the photographs that I want to be able to take. Um, and obviously the kitchen has certain limitations in that regard, but the cleaner and the neater I can keep it, um, and being realistic that that's not gonna, you know, be a, a total solution all the time. But the, the better I can do in that regard, the less I'm going to be feeling overwhelmed by the prospect of working from the house. Uh, the other thing is to use some space in the back kitchen where we used to have an apartment, um, to help organize the business a little bit better. Right now, everything's kind of split into a bunch of different places and my office upstairs has some stuff, but it started to shift downstairs. And I think if I just embrace using that back kitchen a little more as my staging area for boxing up orders, for instance, um, then maybe that would be a better solution. But for that to work, we'll need to, I would need to relinquish my space upstairs if I'm going to take more space downstairs. Um, and uh, the benefit of setting up the back kitchen a little more for carving, which I've started to do, is that if I need to teach on a day when my family is at home, we can just be in the back kitchen instead of in the front kitchen and close the door um, and, and have a little more separation that way. <clears throat> Um, and I, I think that's it, you know, it's, it's these little things, but, um, sometimes it's so tempting to think about the big permanent solution that we don't do the little in-between solution that would make our lives that much better. And that's actually one thing that I really admire about Matt White, um, my partner with Spinosaurus, is that he is always doing these little adjustments to his shop, these little tweaks, little tweaks that over time have made his shop so much better than what it was. But never has he had a like huge renovation of the shop where he sort of had everything figured out and built it all in. It's always been these small changes. So that's what I'm going to strive for as well as small changes that will allow me to um, work as comfortably from the house as I can over the next couple of years. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.